going on, guys? Welcome back to Cure Me, Lord, man. I'm your host, as always, Steve Letty. We are geared up and ready for UFC 238 to go down tonight. We have so many cards. We have so many amazing fights to look forward to tonight. Between the main event, which should be, and you guys know what I'm upset, should be Cowboy versus Tony. Like, why is that not the main event? Like, I understand that, like, it's not a championship fight, but anyone would agree that this is the fight of the night to watch. And we do not want just three rounds of it either. We need five rounds of Tony Ferguson and Cowboy Cerrone. Like, it's not fair. Wouldn't you rather watch five rounds of Tony Ferguson versus Cowboy Cerrone over five rounds of Henry Cejudo versus Mar and, and no love lost. No love lost to Marlon. No love lost. And I'm not taking anything away from any of these fights. Matter of fact, let's take a look at this card as I scroll down here. Let's see where it's at. Where did I, where did I put this card? That's a good question. Where did I put this card? Let me get it for you guys. This is not cool. You might, You know what? There we go. Let me click on this. All right. So in the main event, we got Henry Cejudo, which I know you guys like love the cringe at. Going up against Marlon Morales. Now, if you look at where Marlon Morales is at this stage in his career, and you look at where how far he's come in the last couple of years, it's crazy, man. Like, I remember watching Marlon in his last fight at World Series of Fighting, uh, New Year's Eve, 2000, what was it, 2017. And on this card, we had David Branch, we had Marlon, we had Justin Gaethje. And Justin Gaethje was actually losing the first couple of rounds of that fight, which made me a little nervous, made a lot of people really nervous. However, all three guys won their fight. Marlon did an amazing job. And if you guys don't know who Marlon Morales, he trains with Frankie Edgar, former UFC champion. A, a, a guy that I could see uh, being champion once again in the near future. This is a great fight. And we're going to be giving predictions on today's show. In the co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Evelyn, which is kind of a weird fight, if you ask me. I, listen, I love Jessica Evelyn. You guys know, like... The, the show is called Pure Evil MMA. I've always wanted to interview Jessica Evola. However, I've personally met Valentina Shevchenko a bunch of times. Where, where's my slideshow? I've met Valentina Shevchenko a bunch of times in person. She's such a nice girl. She's so laid back. And even in our interview together, I was interviewing her sister, Antonina, who is now in the UFC. You guys might remember, just lost her fight to... Uh, Roxanne Mataferi. Listen, Valentina Shevchenko, in person, the nicest fighter I have ever met in my entire life. And I asked her in that interview, I said, how long do we have to wait to see you as the champion? And she said, very soon. And fast forward, not even two years later, guys. Not even two years later, she wins the championship. And you guys might be like, oh, well, she should have beat Here's, here's the thing. She should have beat Amanda Nunes. But she changes weight classes. Which was very smart of her. And she takes on Nico Montano. Now Nico Montano got busted right... I think it was right after this fight to be honest. But there was no doubt in my mind or a lot of your minds. That Valentina Shevchenko had what it took to be a UFC champion. If not at 135 pounds at another weight class. And if you look at the weight class that she's champion of, damn, it, it, it's really scattered. It really is. So I guess Jessica Evelyn, after all these years, does deserve a title shot. However, 
I just don't see how she's going to win this fight. I, I really don't see, if I got to be honest and break it down uh, percentage-wise, I'd say Valentina has at least an 85% chance, 90% chance to 10% of Jessica Evilai. Now, I might get back. Listen, I love Jessica Evilai. I would love to see her win. But I just, I just, it, uh, am I wrong for feeling that way? Am I wrong for saying that? I just don't see it happening. Valentina Shevchenko, what she's been able to do and how she has progressed over the years and has just become this, she's not the biggest UFC champion. Don't mistake me for what I'm saying. She's not the biggest UFC champion that there is, especially when it comes to females. But she has all the tools, all the ingredients. And when I say that she's not the best champion, it has nothing to do with her skill set. She's definitely the best female fighter. Very entertaining to watch as well. But when it comes to... I, I just feel like she can do more promoting herself. I feel like the UFC can get behind her a little more. And they're not doing that. She has so many amazing things. She's the first... UFC champion with a sibling inside the, like, two female fighters in the UFC. Now, I know that she, Antonina did lose her last fight. Was very upsetting. You know, I've watched Antonina for the past four years in Muay Thai. Very I, I watched her almost kill a girl. I watched her literally, and you guys think I'm joking when I say that. I literally almost watched her kill a woman at Lion Fight. And shout out to Lion Fight. Lion Fight is going down tonight at Foxwoods. I believe we have Kobe Naylor there, the prodigy, who changed with Gabriel Gonzaga. Uh, he's going to be there. I actually got my girl coming over tonight, uh, which, if you guys have been paying close attention to Pure Evil MMA, you guys know what's going on with that situation. It has nothing to do with me tonight. That's for the actual podcast. All right. Two title fights. UFC 238, ESPN Plus. Listen. The third fight. Tony Ferguson, Cowboy Cerrone. I understand the UFC's obligation here. All right, well, if it's not a title fight, we can't make it the main event. Motherfucker. And you guys know I don't like to swear, but motherfucker. This should be the main event. These two should have five rounds. This could be fight of the year. It has everything, all the ingredients to be fight of the year. It's definitely going to be more exciting than... And you know what? I don't want to jump ahead of myself. Henry Cejudo versus... Marley could be the best fight we've ever seen. Shevchenko versus I could be the best fight we've ever seen. Or at least fight of the night. But Tony Ferguson versus Cowboy. We want more than 15 minutes. Also, Jimmy Rivera is returning tonight. Guy who's been on Pure Evil MMA, I think, four times now. And really trying to get back on top because he recently lost to the guy in the main event. It should be Jimmy Rivera in the main event. You make one mistake. You have one off day. You're not feeling it. And... This is where he wound up. Mixed martial arts is a very brutal sport. Still on the main card. Still going to make decent money. But Jim Rivera, if you look at his career, just in the UFC, if you look at his career in whole, he is one of the best featherweights that you were ever going to see between 2017 and 2020 coming up. Keep an eye on Jim Rivera. I'm taking Jim Rivera in that fight. Tied to Avasa versus Ivanov. I've seen Ivanov fight a couple of times. A matter of fact, World Series of Fighting main event with uh, the Cuddly Bear Copeland. Brutal fight. Ivanov has an amazing story as well, if you guys know his story. Uh, if, if you don't know his story, he's actually survived getting stabbed right in the chest. And you'll see it tonight. There's a big scar that he has. Almost died. 
uh, I believe it's on his back, actually. Stabbed him in the back. Almost hit his heart. I think it was like a millimeter away from his heart, if I'm getting that right. Uh, I, I talked to him in person. Very nice, calm, chill dude. First fight, his debut was not an easy debut, but he did get the win. I forgot who he was against. I think it was against, was it against Ben Rothwell? Let me bring us to Tapology really quick, because that, that's how we're going to find out. Was it JDS? I, I think it was against JDS. Let me bring you guys there. Let's see Ivanov's record. Tai Tuivasa versus Blagoy Ivanov. And let me say this about Tai Tuivasa. I like Tai. When he came into the UFC, I liked him. He fought my co-host, guys. He fought James McSweeney from Gloves Off. Very close friend of mine. Uh, season 10 Ultimate Fighter. First pick for Team Rashad. Uh, very close with Brendan Schaub as well. Very close with Alistair Overeem. However, you know how this day and age we got Instagram. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. Well, Tai Tuivasa rubbed me the wrong way. I know a lot of you guys saw what I'm talking about. Tai Tuivasa was doing a live, and I asked him, all right, so uh, I've got a win over Ben Roth. Let me get out of there so it doesn't lag my, uh, my screen here. Tai Tuivasa, long story short, did a live, and I asked him, I said, man, I do a show with James McSweeney. How do you think you would do in bare knuckle boxing? You know what he says? He got so rude, made fun of my lip ring. I went out, bought a lip ring just for today because my other lip ring, the, uh, the ball fell out. So I couldn't wear it. So I literally went out, bought a brand new one just to say this. Listen, man, you're heavyweight. You're an overweight guy. There are so many kids out there that are overweight that are looking up to you. Now you're gonna go live and make fun of you. And it wasn't just me. After that, I had so many people message me on Twitter, on Instagram, telling me that they've had the same experience with Tai Tuivasa, that he's really not a nice guy, that he makes fun of people, that he's just very rude, he's very immature. And you know, that's so sad to hear because I really did like him. I was rooting for him. He recently lost to Tai uh, Tuivasa, recently lost to JDS via knockout and like dude what are you doing you're in the ufc you have people fans media members reaching out to you you do not want to rub them the wrong way what are you doing you have all the all the elements to be such an influential fighter an icon to people that are overweight the way that tai tuivasa fights how athletic he is um, even the way he dealt with the loss against JDS, you, you can look up to, you can really look up to it. It was only three months ago for him to not get a piece of humble pie and for him to take me on for a quick question and say what he said to me was so disrespectful, rub me the wrong way. And it's hard for me to root for him, but if I can be, if I can take all that away, and not be biased in this situation, and I had to pick a, a winner for this fight, this is gonna be, man, I don't think this is gonna go to decision. If it goes to decision, I think there's a 30% chance of this maybe going to a decision. However, at the same time, I think this is gonna be finished. I think Tai Tuivasa has what it takes to win this fight, but it's gonna be a tough one, man. 
It's not going to be an easy fight for Tai Tuivasa. He's really need to. He's really going to have to bite down at the heavyweight division on any given night. Anybody can win. You know that. Everybody knows that. Heavyweight division. You take the top ten guys. Anything goes. Anything goes. So Tai Tuivasa got his hands full. Let me know what you guys think about this fight. Who you're going for here? Because for me, it's hard, man. But I, I, I will still root for Tai Tuivasa. However. This might sound messed up. I might have a little smirk on my face if he loses. Because in this day and age of the UFC, maybe not heavyweight, but any other division, if you lose two fights in a row, the pressure's on there. Very rarely do we see guys go three-fight losing streak and stay with the UFC. However, Taito Avasa, one of these guys with a big name that was up and coming. Everyone had their eye on him. Just like uh, Thomas Almeida. Right before Thomas Almeida fought Cody No Love, everyone was on, on that train. Everyone was riding it. After Cody No Love, they're like, oh, what's going to go on here? Jim Rivera goes in there, finishes Thomas Almeida. Now, the way that this sport works, fans jump off your boat real quick. It's not like, like with baseball, right? With baseball, the Yankees could go to World Series. They could do horrible. No matter what, people are going to be diehard for the New York Yankees. People are going to be diehard for the Boston Red Sox. People are going to be diehard Colorado. It doesn't matter. MMA is a different horse. It's a, it's a horse of a different color. It's a brutal sport. Very unforgiving sport as well. So for somebody like Taito Avasa to... Get on his high horse, especially coming off a loss and talk shit to a media member, especially when me just saying, like, listen, man, like, how do you think that, like, I wasn't saying anything rude. It just pisses me off, man. I don't, I don't think that was right. But uh, let me know what you guys think here with this fight coming up against Taito Avasa. How do you think it's going to go down? Who are you getting? A Tatiana Suarez as well is going to be on this card. Let me go to, let me go to the card. Let me bring this card up for you guys again. Tatiana Suarez versus Nina Antaroff. I think this is going to be a very tough fight. I also have to say this. Nina Ansaroff, I am shocked, man. I am shocked. I didn't think that she was as good as she is. I thought people were giving her a little extra hype because she is the girlfriend of uh, Amanda Nunes. But Nina Ansaroff, she's the real deal. Tatiana Saric, you guys saw her on that season of Ultimate Fighter, went through everybody. She has a, a very inspirational story of surviving cancer. Number one, I believe, in the United States, maybe the world when it came to female wrestling. Then, she got cancer. She got diagnosed with cancer and it went downhill for that. However, this is what's inspiring about it. She bit the bullet. She recovered. She's 7-0 right now. She's undefeated in the UFC. I want to see this girl get a title shot. If she beats Nina Ansaroff tonight, I see her getting a title shot. I think Tatiana Suarez has much more to lose than Nina Ansaroff. However, I'm giving this Tatiana Suarez 65% compared to Nina Ansaroff getting the win. Maybe 60-30. Maybe even 75-25. No, you know, we got to give Nina Ansaroff a little bit more respect because she's been on a roll lately. She's taken out some big names as well. But uh, my heart is behind... Tatiana, me and her talk on and off as well on Instagram. Been trying to get her on period on the May for you guys, but it's been a struggle. Also, her boyfriend is coming on this week. Her boy, 
Yo, Siri just picked up everything I just said somehow. Her boyfriend is coming on this week. Uh, something Sykes is his name. Let me see if I can find it in here. Chris Psycho Sykes. He just had a head kick knockout just a couple of days ago. Man. Very impressive fighter. He actually yelled at me. <laughs> I did, uh, I forgot, what was it, like a month, month or two ago, I was doing uh, a clip for my Instagram page. And if you guys have an iPhone, you know what it is. You scroll up, you click record, you scroll down, you get the video that you want, and it's recording. During that video recording, Tatiana responds to the question I asked her. And I, po I posted the video because it, it came up really quick. I swiped it up to get rid of it. Her boyfriend. Now, Tatiana was on her way to Vegas to do, uh, she, she was a guest fighter. Her boyfriend saw my video clip Saw Tatiana, saw Tatiana uh, pop up in my DM, was not happy about it. He was joking about it, but made the funniest video. And it's on my Instagram. I'll share it again tonight because I got such a big kick out of it. Tatiana got a kick out of it. And uh, all, all of you guys that did see it got a big kick out of it. So I, I just love that couple. I love the energy that they have. And if you follow them on Instagram, they're... they're not a word you want to hear in Pure Evil MMA, a really cute couple. You want to root for these guys. You want to see Tatiana get that title shot. I want to see her get past Nina Ansaroff. Even if Nina wins, how do you not root for Nina? Her girlfriend is the fucking UFC bantamweight champion. And just beat Chris Cyborg. Huge. How crazy would that be if she beats Tatiana Suarez tonight? That's going to be a good fight. This entire card is amazing. We also got Pedro Munoz, Aljamain Sterling. You know, people can say what they want about Aljamain. He's only lost three fights, 17-3. and three. Pedro Munoz, 18-3. Great fight right here at Bantamweight. Karolina Kovalkiewicz, Alexa Grass. I mean, come on, guys. This is definitely worth every cent. Jan versus Angela Hill. Are you kidding? Jan, let's look at her last couple of fights. This is somebody that I've been rooting for. Somebody messaged me on Twitter the other day and asked me, like, who, who are some of the girls that you have an eye on? Who are some of the fighters up and coming that you have your eye on in 2019? Jan, definitely. Her style, how energetic she is. Listen. Her last couple of fights went to decision. Her first police hair, that would have been crazy. Beating uh, Kellen Coran. Look at it. Look at this. One loss. One loss. And you got to go deep to find that one loss. It doesn't even say how it happened. Keep your eye on this fight. However, I am not going to pick her. I think this fight will go to decision, but I'm not going to pick Jan to win this fight. I'm going to pick uh, Alexa Grasso to win this. I just love Alexa. I think she has what it takes. Straw weight. Uh, very exciting fight right there. Ricardo Lamas versus Calvin Qatar. Angela Hill? I mean, come on. Oh, Jan versus Angela Hill. That's what it was. I think Angela Hill has what it takes. 9-6 record. And if you look what's happened, she was in the UFC, went back to Invicta, became the champion. This is a great fight. 10-1 for Jan, 9-6 for Angela Hill. Angela Hill really needs this win, and I think that she can get it done, but it's going to go to decision in my mind. Darren Stewart versus Bavon Lewis. Eddie Weinland versus uh, Popov. Kaylin Tukagian. He was very close with uh, Jimmy Smith and his girlfriend versus Jojo Calderwood. Now here, listen to me on this, guys. What do you, I, I need somebody to agree with me on this. In the UFC, 
this is one thing I would like to see change. You have people like Jojo Collwood, the very first fight of the night. Why isn't she closer? Why isn't she either headlining the prelims? Or why isn't she somewhere on that main card? I mean, this main card is stacked. Main card makes sense. But she should not be the first fight, especially against Caitlin Tukagan, who's 11 and 2. I mean, you want to start the fight off, you want to start the night off right with a bang. I understand that. However, how many people are really going to watch that fight? You know, Jojo Calderwood, she's 13 and 3. Her last loss, I thought she won. What was it against uh, the girl from Team Alpha Male? I thought she won that fight. I thought she did what it, what it took to win that fight. But just look at this card, guys. Ricardo Lamas, Couture, Jojo Calderwood, Pedro Munoz, Aljo Sterling, Tatiana Suarez, Nina Ansel, Taito Vasa versus Ivanov, Jamie Rivera versus Jan, Tony Ferguson, Donald Cup with Valentina Shevchenko, Jessica Evelai, Henry Cejudo versus Mal Ali. Come on. Actually, who's going to agree with me on this? Give me a thumbs up here. Give me a heart. Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Evelai. That should be the main event. If you're not going to give it to Tony Ferguson, that should be the main event. Like, what? What's going on? Just It just doesn't make sense. If we got to look at this card and rate it before it goes down, 1 out of 10, 10 being the best. I say this a lot. This has all the ingredients to be card of the year. However, you guys knew I was going to throw the however in there, right? You knew it. However, sometimes we do get cards like this. We have all the names that register to the casual fans. And it's not as good as you wanted it to be. We've seen it happen time after time. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to give tonight's card for matchmaking a 9 out of 10. You can't go through this card. Like any fight on this card, there's at least one person you know, if not both of them. I mean, everyone, even, even casual fans, will know every single one of these fighters. Or not every single one, but a good 75% of these fighters they will know or have seen fight before in the past. And it's very exciting to see somebody like Marlon fighting right out here on the East Coast. Finally get his title shot, man. It came quick. It happened perfectly. Beating Jimmy Rivera the way he did. Henry Cejudo, man. Rag on all you want. Rag on Henry Cejudo all you want for the cringe. He beat Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. He took out some of the biggest names in that weight division. Except... For our boy. And if this fight, Henry Sudo wins, or if Marlon wins, Joseph Benavides needs to be next. Needs to be next, man. This is also the flyweight, flyweight world champion and bantamweight world champ, TJ Dillashaw, man. Let's go back to that. Let me mention that really quick. Some of you guys might disagree with me here, and I understand that. I was okay with, with that call from Henry Cejudo beating TJ Dillashaw. I did not mind the referee, which I believe was Herb Dean that night, stepping in, calling the fight off. Dropped TJ multiple times. And now when you find out that TJ was taking supplements, what was EPO? Let's give Henry a little bit more of a, a, a credit here, guys. Let's give him a little bit more credit. However, however, This is so close. I am leaning towards Henry Cejudo to win this. 
but it's a 60-40 split. I think Marlon has a great chance of beating Henry Cejudo. Valentina Shevchenko. I think Henry Cejudo versus Marlon may go to decision. Valentina Shevchenko, Jessica Evilai. I think Valentina has what it takes to finish her. Championship fight, five rounds. I think Valentina can get, get a finish here. Third, fourth round. Tony Ferguson, Cowboy Cerrone. Prediction for that. That's a tough one. Listen, I love Cowboy. I love Tony. I think Tony Ferguson could beat Cowboy Cerrone here. But listen to this, though. If one of these guys wins, I want to see Connor fight the winner of this fight. Like, why hasn't Connor been the guest fighter at one of these big fights? If there was one fight that Connor should be present at, Tony Ferguson versus Cowboy Cerrone. I want to see him sitting there, standing up in front of the people that paid $800,000 for their ticket, standing in front of them with his arms crossed, through the cage, peering. Like, you know what? Like, if you're casual, you might not know what I'm saying here. He did that versus Josie Aldo versus, uh, was it Frankie Edgar? Stand there with his arms crossed. That was a great moment. Why isn't Conor McGregor showing up tonight? Tony Ferguson, Cowboy Cerrone. What do you guys got? Let me know down below in the comments or let me know on Twitter at evil under dash echo or on my Instagram page at pure evil MMA underscore. Did I show you the, how did I not start today's show off? I'm telling you guys subscribe down below here on Periscope, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at evil under dash echo. That's E-V-I-L underscore E-C-C-O or on Instagram at pure evil MMA underscore. P-U-R-E-E-V-I-L-M-M-A underscore for the third graders out there that don't know how to spell and uh, need a little extra help. Understand, I feel your struggle. I still can't spell beautiful right, believe it or not. But uh, this is a great card, 9 out of 10. I will be doing a recap show if I'm not getting late tonight, which I will be getting late tonight, I hope. The girl should be here in 13 minutes. 13 minutes. Or what are the odds? What are the odds of me getting late tonight? That's a good question. By uh, the text messages I've been getting, I'd say a good 99%. Unless I say some dumb shit, which I usually do. And I will let you know when I do the recap show, either tonight or in the morning. If I got a big smile on my face in the morning, it means your boy got down on it. All right, guys, I'm Evil Lady from Pure Evil MMA. PureEvilMMA.com. I will be doing the live updates, or somebody will be doing the live updates tonight on the website. We also have the latest MMA interviews, news, and... I just had Jimmy Smith on, guys. Jimmy Smith from Bellator, UFC. One of my favorite uh, commentators as well. Very sad to see him leave the UFC. They didn't meet the agreements. He left Bellator, couldn't go back there. Now he's at Invicta, just moved to a new house. We broke down some of the latest MMA news. Even talked about Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. We talked about bare-knuckle boxing, BKFC. Check it out. PureEvilMMA.com. I'm Evil Lady from PureEvilMMA, PureEvilMMA.com. Remember, white knuckles to the end, and without evil, there's no purity. Save yourselves.